Hey everybody, I'm Dan Ryan with M Squared. I'm with my co-host Anthony Rapachulo from PR Cision, Mike Bloomfield from Techie Geek, and we're here with our guest Scott Carroll from Too Many Topics Podcast. Welcome today. Welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. Welcome. Welcome. So we usually like to kick off and get started with uh, one of our favorite segments called Raps Rant. What do we now got? for today's Raps Rant? Scott, as you would know, he made that himself. His own insurance, his own rap track. Completely custom. Got he loves me more than my wife. Definitely have some talent over there. Unbelievable. All right, All right, so let's go. What do we got today? So today's Raps Rant is using alternative means of media and content creation to promote an overall brand. And by that I mean, in today's day and age, marketing has changed, as we all know. And brands, businesses, even established brands and businesses, as well as small brands and businesses, need to do things other than sell. They need to educate, they need to appear in places you wouldn't typically think that they are. And through creating that content and through creating those other vehicles and ways to find them, they ultimately drive their brand. So I want to riff a little bit on your thoughts on that. Alternative content creation to promote a singular brand or entity. I think you touched on a couple different things there. You Like sales... You're always going to need sales, right? That's that's the driver. Said the sales guy. <laughs> but being out there, being relevant, doing things that are modern are what's going to keep your business going. And it's going to make you unique, especially in markets that are changing. People don't know the future. We're coming out of a really weird time in the world. So to be out there, to do alternative things, it makes your brand current. Isn't that what we're doing? Alternative things? I think so. You make it sound you make it sound dirty, Scott. What are your thoughts? What do you think? Well, for starters, I, f- I feel like I'm in deposition. I'll be honest. I've been in depositions that were less scary than this <laughs> right now. But um, yeah, I, absolutely. I think that um, what worked yesterday doesn't work today, right? We won yesterday's games don't is not necessarily going to win tomorrow's. Um, I, I was in a room one day and they had a study of 400 people, and they said, and you probably heard this as well. You know how many people either you know, record something or watch it, you know, not like we did where we had to wait Tuesday afternoon at seven o'clock for something to come on. You're able to watch it whenever you want. So, you know, 70% of the room raised their hand. And then the next question was, well, of that 70%, how many of you fast forward through the commercials? And they all kept their hand up. And the premise to it was, you know, people, commercials are a billion dollar industry and everyone's fast forwarding through them, right? So I think that, that businesses today are forced to find alternative means to get their message out there. But more more importantly, I just think that people sometimes reverse engineer it the wrong way. They they have their product and they try to push it in different ways. I think, especially with with platforms like this, it's building a community first and then being able to push your content to that community. I think that's where most people win out on the average person that just has their product and tries to force it on people. Agree. Well, consumption's different, right? Like the attention spans are wildly different from when we grew up. So when we were watching Full House and TGI Friday and everything Stop else like that. I'm still watching that. So At least my the, daughter is. The average TV show ran over three and a half minutes before they had a commercial break because that was what the attention spans were. So they'd refresh, re-engage, get people back into the show by showing them other content, which was the short, the 30-second commercial spots and different things that that would run on broadcast television. Now the average attention span is three seconds, right? So you have to be relevant and get yourself in front of qualified eyes 
in a three second window to resonate, to make sure that you're making sense. And I think that's another part of why alternative media is important because it's creating something besides what you're doing. It's building up the person and the, it's, it's humanizing who you are. It's almost, but it's also like you almost have to give the punchline first. And when you right. look on TikTok and you watch on Instagram reels, you're seeing the punchline or the outcome first. And then they're hoping you're going to go, oh, wow, that was cool. And then watch the rest of it. Well, so, so, so not to give Dan too much credit, because I don't really like to do this, but I'm going to use Scott as an example. So you're familiar with the Grace Foundation. Sure. Okay. What they've done is they've created a podcast series slash webinar series slash video series. It's everything in one, correct? It's pretty much everything. Correct. Video, slash drama. Video, slash drama. Which, it's a training program as well. And it's a training program, which I didn't even know, and I should know that. However, the idea is that this nonprofit is now doing this cast series with Dan, who's great, as a means by which to drive traffic to learn about the Grace Foundation. So that's kind of what, what I mean by that. And I think you're doing a great job with that. Thanks. And I think it makes a lot of sense that the Advance is doing that as well. So, again... People have to think outside the box, not sales. It's education. It's not you're selling a home, you're selling marketing. It's, hey, this guy is doing this. Let's figure out what it is that he does, and then maybe we'd be interested in doing business with him. Well, let me ask you a question. To that point, do you think that demographics matter? Sure. I would say yes and no. I would say if you're running ads, yes. But right, if we're because just my son you know, only has a... Ex- a, a uh, attention span of probably your, your three seconds, right? Six seconds. There's something called digital dementia. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's children today that just can't focus because of the fact that they're so inclined to swiping left and being on to the next thing. But then if you look demographically at our demographic, our, you know, I'm a little older than you guys. I'm not going to divulge my age, but that's okay. It's not um, true. We're more looking for education, nostalgia, different things than children are looking for today. So I really think that it has to do with your brand and 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 not necessarily, um, I mean, your demographic and not necessarily uh, how it goes out there because of the fact that if you're, you could have the greatest content in the world, but if it isn't reaching that right demographic, you're going to have a hard time translating. Well, so to that point, Staten Island has a, a statistic of a per person uh greater number than average for people who are on the autism spectrum, right? So this is uh, the demographics of this market. It makes sense. Now, we have a lot of offerings for adults with disabilities in this community, and I would, I would argue with people probably the best in the country. Uh, my sister-in-law has Down syndrome. The reason my in-laws don't move, they have a house in South Carolina. They'd rather be there. But the reason they don't move is because the programming and the offerings here are just so much better and more engaged and qualified, and they're different than anywhere else in the country. 100%. I grew up working at a school for adults with disabilities in Chicago, and it was it was very sterile. It was very institutional, and it was a great place. And, and I, I had tremendous memories working with the participants from that program. But the offerings here at places like the Grace Foundation, Lifestyles, On Your Mark, they're just superior. And, and the families and the community here in Staten Island want to give in so much to be part of it that to that point, the demographic matters here because people want to see good things happening within that community. Absolutely. And to that point, you know, I, I as you know, I also do real estate and I can give you numerous stories where um, people would relocate 
just to find out that that state didn't have the services for their child. My wife also is an autistic school teacher, so I, I get it very, very much so. Um, but it is a problem across the nation that, that we are very, very privileged to have, you know, the amount that we do have here for not only she does early education, but to your point, also adult, you know, needs as well. So that's great. So what do you got to say, Mike? What's your I take? Never have You're quiet today. To say. I'm quiet today. No, it, it's really true. You know, you go back to the, the demographics 100% and where is the content being consumed and it's being consumed, and I find this for all ages on YouTube. That right? It's the we, we talk about this a number of times. It's the second biggest search engine. Absolutely. Google's your number one. Owned by number one. That's Owned by number to, one. We got to make a graphic. I want it right here, like this. Ding. Ding. Owned by number one, and I find myself. You know, we've spoken about this on Google, right? Uh, I'm sorry, on YouTube, right? When we started the podcast and we were having, you know, looking for new equipment and we're, we're you know, we're going to get into that with you, Scott. Where do you run to? You don't run to Google to say, what are the best cameras for, you know, podcasting? You go right to YouTube and, you, and you're like, what are the best? And you're watching videos and reviews. And, and But that's our, demo, that's our age demographic of education, the point I meant earlier, yep. right? We go there. We don't go there to see Mr. Beast. No. We go, okay. Right? We go there to learn something. Some of us do. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still instant gratification no matter what way you slice it, whether it, it's Mr. Beast or whether it's going to learn something. And it's, it's a visual. instant gratification. It's We're not going to the library to go look for a how-to fix-it book or a handyman book or whatever. Right. We, don't, we no longer want to read the for dummies. Well, that, well that's the, the key, right? You can go on dummies. Google and find that same information in word type opposed to video. In seconds. And, and, and I believe that, you know... I, I, I could speak for myself. You know, I learn a lot better visually than I do by reading. And, and the, I, I agree. And I think the other thing, while I'm watching a video, I'm able to do other stuff. Absolutely. So you're able to multitask, yes. right? I can have that video in the background, listening, paying attention, why I'm catching up on emails and doing stuff where if you're reading, that's it. You're reading. You're plugged in. My wife's yeah. trying to talk to me. And I'm not, I have no idea what she's saying. Michael, Michael, my you don't uh -huh. have to be reading for that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's called selective hearing. Selective hearing. And, and, and that's across the board. And then the instant gratification as well, right? We, uh, you remember when you used to have to wait when, every week for an episode. And they, they Bing's watch completely changed everything. And now here we are, and I'm mad that, like, Mandalorian on Disney Plus is once a week. Uh, just give it to me all at once. Why do you now make me wait? It's brilliant. And Mike, how about this the point you made earlier about segmenting, right? I can jump to a certain part of that video to learn exactly what I need to learn, yeah. opposed to having to read the whole entire article for me to get to the part that I really want. Right. And 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 the best part we you know on YouTube is the fact that if it's a how-to video, you could see where most people watched. So you could quickly well. jump and the chapter markers. That's what I meant. So you quickly that. jump in and you're like, oh look, everyone was watching this 30-second segment. That must be the important piece. Click it, get your thing, and get out. Well, yeah. that's where the guy fell down or fell out of his chair. Yeah, because yeah, they, that's they that's understand me. the algorithm as well. They understand that that retention is very important, right? So sometimes I'm watching a video and I'm just like, get to the point. You know, I, I just need to. But they have to do that beginning part because that's the part that's going to get the views and it's going to get the algorithm to push their video up. So by having those chapters, to your point, I can just get to the point that I really need to learn about the cable that I really want instead of learning about the camera and everything else before the cable and have the information that I need at the time that I need it. Yeah, 100%. So let's talk about 
your podcast. You yeah, know? let's transition over to the M Squared. What we came up with was an idea to talk to businesses and partners and, and friends in the community about building brands. So you have a really great brand that you've been building out. Uh, we'd love to hear a little bit about it. And then us starting this venture, what are some tips, tricks? How, how do we make ourselves relevant in this space? Well, I think that, that you know, just to, to back up, you know, you gave me a lot there. Um, I tend to do that. You know, what, Dump it all at once. Yeah, no, uh, why, we, want it quick, why we started seconds. was because, A, you know, we felt that, to your point earlier, that, that people absorb content in different ways today. And one being podcasts, I think, will continue to grow and grow and grow. Um, it's a lot easier to, you know, on your way home from work to listen to something and, and absorb content. That way, it's efficient, right? You can multitask as you're doing it. Um, so that was that was the, the number one reason why we started. Obviously, I, I have a passion to, to disseminate information. Um, obviously, my podcast, Too Many Topics, is very broad, which kind of goes against the, the, uh, the norm of what podcasts should be, because if you would do any research on how to start a podcast, the very first thing they're going to tell you is find a niche, right, and, and kind of go towards that niche. I kind of went completely against that um, because I feel that I didn't want to pigeonhole us into just one topic or, or one sense of, of what we're going to do. It gives us the, the flexibility of being able to bring on guests. It brings a, gives us the ability to be some sort of a news outlet of different types of news, whether it be sports, whether it be you know, self-help, whether it be real estate, whether it be investing, you know, it gave us a, a different platform. Um, but my, my true passion was to build a community. You know, that, that's always what I've felt that no matter what it is that you try to sell, quote unquote, sell or, or get something out there, if you don't have a product behind you, if you don't have a community behind you, it, it's going to be very difficult. You could have the best product in the world. If nobody's looking at it, it's going to be hard to sell, right? So that was, that was really our premise behind starting it. Um, it started evolving in different directions because, you know, that's what happens, right? It's a fluid situation. One minute, you know, it's me and Tommy just making fun of everything in the advance, not to say the advance, but, uh, oh, you, could say that. you know, local news, right? They, uh, no one reads it anyway. No, well, I'm just saying you can talk about everything from, Sorry. uh, I do. So that's where I get some of my content. Um, <laughs> fodder, 109 pizzerias on Staten Island in, in a 70 square mile area, which, and that's know, just Annadale. And, and, and three, I was going to say three quarters of it's a dump. So, you know, it's, are, are we really, uh, 70 square miles to, you know, reality shows where a woman has somebody living with five guys for a week, you know, it's just, <laughs> there, there's so many different, you know, ways. So we started that way. And then, um, you, you start to just evolve into different things of, of what, you know, you like to do. And to your point, in starting a podcast, I believe in, in authenticity. I believe in, it doesn't matter what your podcast is about, but if you're not passionate about the topics, if you don't care about the information that you're giving out to the community, and you're going to be one of these people that, you know, finds an AI bot that tells you what's the topics today to talk That's about. That's this guy. And you're not really passionate Chat GPT about it all day. Yeah. So I'm giving my secrets away. He's actually not even here. It's a hey, not even here, right? <laughs> So I think that um, being authentic is, is probably the most important thing when trying to develop a podcast. But that goes with everything, right? If that, no matter if in your business, your personal life, building a, brand. A, building a brand, if you're passionate about it, other people see that and they feed off of that. Absolutely. Right. We, we were talking about that earlier, you know, before we sat down. We haven't even released our podcast yet, like a final cut, but we've released a ton of content. And we're already building followers and people engaged 
because they know where the three of us are passionate about this in the same way you're passionate about yours. Mike wants to not even release it and just call it a social Continue experiment I, I, and see what happens. Well, uh, you you know, might, these aren't even plugged in. Just right. so well, I was I wondering said, if this was on. <laughs> well, I said that at one point. I said, here we are. We, you know, we're interviewing Homer Bush, and we haven't even released content. They're coming to us and asking us to interview them. We ha- and just based on what we've put out in terms of TikToks, Instagram, I thought it was because we're handsome. Well, I think so. But Anthony's done looks has a, looks has a lot to do. I with think it. 100%. that's why your show is successful. Yeah, looks has a lot to do. With and it. I like to believe that a hundred percent. And we, uh, you know, and Anthony and Dan are doing a great job at building and marketing this out. And I'm like, at this point, let's just keep it going. I said, why release it? Let's keep but the let social experiment going. Back to my original thing about community. Do you think if you guys created this in Iowa, it would do the same as it is here? No. Right, because you have your, your three successful men, right? Four, I'll, I'll count you in the corner because you're a big part of this, uh, that, that that's what the drawer is immediately, right? They know what, what you're capable of. They know what, where, what they might learn from you. So why not you know, immediately try to give it a shot? If you were three people that weren't from around here and had absolutely no following or, or no successful background, I'm not quite sure that, that you would get the same response as you're getting. So I think you're cutting yourself a little short so, there. So my social experiment is failing? It's failing. And, and if we're going to quickly jump back to looks, Dan's stealing my look. Have you noticed now he's backing a work shirt? Mechanic today. Now, you, I right. was a mechanic last week, and now you're the mechanic? I got the message from you Saturday at 8 in the morning <laughs> that I was stealing your style from wearing a T-shirt, so... <laughs> So some, <laughs> something you said made me think of, of something. I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about this. So you're talking about podcasts. Obviously, we're on a podcast. Podcasts have been around for a very, very long time. And when they first came out, no one cared. Does everybody remember? They were only audio, and they were right. only on Apple. Right. Correct. But they then they books. evolved. But, but even when they evolved, no one cared. I compare the podcast to the QR code. Prior to COVID, QR codes were great. But now in my position in my company... I would see other companies trying to sell the QR code as value. And it wasn't valuable because then you didn't you had to download an app. You had, no one knew how to use it. Right. So sure, it could do cool, like cool stuff, but no one knew how to do it. Post-COVID, there's a QR code everywhere for everything because even grandma knows what to do because she learned. I feel like podca- uh, podcasts have been given new breath because of COVID because everyone was locked up. People decided that they could create content. What do you, I'm just curious. Am I wrong? Am well, I right? No, no, you're right. But don't you think it just has to do with evolution in general? That's like saying, you know, a, you know, you're a lot younger than me, but at one time somebody gave your grandparents a piece of plastic and said they can go into a store and purchase whatever they want. Right. They didn't or, believe it. Or how many years ago did your parents even say, I'm not putting my bank information on the computer? Right. That's insane. Or I'll take it a step further. How about the maniac that came up to you one day and said, I'm going to bottle water and sell it? What do you think his friends told him? Right? I so I, I, I just think it's, it's just evolution. You know, the, the radio turned into television. Right. People thought that was going to be the devil, right? But, but it actually turned into something pretty big. Um, and I think that podcast is just a, a similar way of disseminating information that people are now migrating to, just like everybody migrated from radio to the television. And there'll be something else in, in you know, God X knows. amount of years that... We'll well, be f- it'll be NFTs, but we'll talk about well, that. On right, a it'll, it'll be a holograms right, that be are, holograms. you know, speaking and, you know, when I'm dead and, you know, I'll still have content 
created, which is another whole another topic Wait, we can talk about. Who isn't there already the musician who is dead, who has content and a hologram? Yeah, they did. They did one for uh, Tupac. And no, Tupac. A Tupac, yeah, right? I think it was. I think Biggie too. And doesn't he even? Didn't Tupac have albums come out after he was dead? Well, well albums are easy. He, he's probably still alive. That's why. But <laughs> but to a point, that's a whole different story. You know, I, I watched the podcast on on Mr. Beast one day, and you know he has like four thousand pieces of content to release after he's dead. Why and, not? and you know why he said? He said, because I don't want my last post with me with a French fry in my mouth. Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense because you never know when your last post is going to be, right? So, so this is technology gives you the ability to live on for as long as, as you pr- pretty much want to create content to get you out there, right? Um, right? Not every as long as we're secure. Ever, well, not every content is evergreen that you can talk about, you know, the, the World Series in, you know, in February. People aren't really interested in it anymore. But there is content that, that will live, you know, to your point earlier, you, you said you, you uh, filmed 12 podcasts and you didn't put one out yet. I guarantee if you put them out a year from now, they're still going to be relevant. Right. Based on the topics we're discussing, we're, we're, we're staying away from news and such. There's one podcast I think he wants us to get out quicker. Yeah. But well, there's, uh, this levels the playing field, too. You don't have to be or grow up in broadcasting or you don't have to necessarily be in the industry for your entire life as long as as you like you said if you're passionate about something anybody could set this up anybody could google it youtube it figure out what to do get better as they go along you just need the right topic the right to catch lightning right and And i think that's a good point too because i think a lot of people get caught up with um, the fact that they need the best of the best and they need the best lighting and the best sound and the best audio. And we, we talked about it earlier. Some of the, the greatest podcasts that I watch, the audio sucks, but the content is so good that it doesn't matter to me. Right? Walking, walking up the block in a windy beach right. with his hat. Right. Well, we know if if, if yeah. it's content that, that, that you know, migrates to me, I'm, I'm going to listen to it. And you look at a lot of Gary Vee's stuff. That's what Sometimes exactly. he's, yeah, he's yeah. walking up in New York City and just... But he's also a genius at cutting up information that he said three years ago and then implementing into a show today. Right. And you can hear, like, the bus in the background, but you're inside of a, you know, an auditorium five seconds before that. So he's just he's good at what he does, but his content is, is good. That's, That's why. That's our D-Rock. So, so you, right, just right said, you just said it's podcasts that you watch. How important is the video component to it? I think the video component is, is, is so important because of the fact that Audio is one-dimensional, right? You can only, you can't repurpose audio. You can just kind of use audio. The video aspect allows us to now repurpose these things in so many different facets that allows people to drive you back to wherever it is that you want to drive them back, right? Obviously, shorts today are the big thing. Um, And that's how most people do uh, successfully promote their podcast, right? They come up with with a 30 or 60-second clip of the best part of their podcast, come up with, you know, the perfect thumbnail to your point earlier. You look at something first before you watch it, and that's why thumbnails are so important. Yep. Um, I believe it's, that's why it's so important because of the repurpose aspect of it. Do I think that most people will sit down and watch Joe Rogan for two and a half hours? No. I, I don't think that we have the time to. I think that efficiency is why podcasts are also popular today. I can listen to 20 minutes of it on the way to work. I can listen to 20 minutes on the way home. But I might not have 40 minutes to sit in front of my computer and watch it, right? So 
Um, I, 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 from a, from a um, marketing perspective, I think the, the video is, is very, very important. And the ability to tag it and the ability for SEO and for all the other ancillary things that are well, that's getting wearing, it out there. Wearing the marketing yeah, hat. Yeah. In other words, you can drive the traffic any way you want. So if you Google Scott Sotaro, your your real estate company will come up and your podcast. True. So it's almost it's almost as though if someone only knew you for the podcast, they'll also find out about Wiker or vice versa, right? Correct. So it helps to a smaller brand or any brand looking to do this if, you know, Mike started his own podcast specifically for uh for geeks, right? Digital defenders. Digital defenders. We have it. But but the beauty of it is that if people find you on this podcast and they click the link, they'll be redirected to Techie Geek. So they may not have had any idea about Techie Geek prior, but through the ancillary content, you can generate business and generate clicks. Which or or is, anything that he wants to promote at that particular time. Right. right. He can come up with his own microphone tomorrow and now you're selling yeah. microphones. We have to come up with find us at m2store.com. Yeah, yeah just on a side note, I don't want to get off topic here, but this is the coolest place I've ever been to in my life. If go. I brought my kid here, he'd probably never leave. Anyone that has a chance to come by Techie Geek's office, please do. He, it's it's kind of like a, I don't know, Dave and Buster's meets a museum. <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> meets Marvel. That's yeah. no, my kid doesn't want to leave here. Yeah, I mean, when he comes in here, he's in he's in heaven. I just don't have the money to replace the stuff my son's gonna break. <laughs> they break it, right? Yeah. <laughs> didn't, it, didn't it your son just ask if he could take off a school Friday to come here? He did. He, did. <laughs> he heard me talking to Mike. Is that Mike? I want to come over and do the A and F show. <laughs> so, do you still feel like you're being deposed? No. Yeah, that was comfortable. Well, good. Yeah. Why don't you give it a shot? Cool. Your turn. You got questions for us? What do you? Um, no, I, I guess if you were on my show, I would have questions for you guys. I was here for, uh, you know, to, to maybe answer some of your questions. Well, I got some questions. For those who are watching or listening, how long, when did you start your podcast? I started my podcast July of 2022. All right. And how many episodes do we have? 30, somewhere in the 30s. All right. So you have, yeah. you have a lot of content. We have, we have a lot of work. For, well, too many topics has, has, um, right. has 30 something. Then I have a couple of off branches that I, I've, I've tried and failed and tried and failed. And we got a few that are up and running now, but it's, um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, 30 under the belt. And in those 30, what have been the two or three most important things you've learned from beginning to end? I mean, I know we're always still learning, sure. but did you have any like aha moments or did you find a tool that assisted or did you say to my, say to yourself one day, you know what, if I just tweaked this or put the audio here or made the caption like that? Well, again, I'm constantly learning. But but one thing, the two things that I've learned is one, I'm, I'm more of a one-man show. You know, I don't have the team that you guys have, right? So I've learned at a very, very early stage in it that do what you do best and pay for the rest, right? That, that, that's, the, that's the one thing that I'll say um, you can't do it all. Because you're gonna you're gonna get paralyzed. You're not, and then what's gonna happen is if you look at national numbers, I think podcasts fall off after five episodes because really? of, because of that reason. You know, so maybe we shouldn't put any out. I think Mike's right. Put out six. Yeah, just for fun. <laughs> we'll just to be just to screw the, the numbers. Right? The just to screw the numbers. Um, and then with that authenticity, I, I believe that you know in the beginning, I j- we just thought about doing it right. We didn't really have a have a plan we just said hey let's get some microphones let's get some cameras let's let's just get on there and and talk a little bit um and then when you start to get response back from the public like hey that really helped me or that i really liked that episode or i really enjoyed that that's where you start to say wow this this actually works so now it's like how do we find real good content 
that we can put out there that people can actually absorb and either learn something from or make them feel good. That's where that too many topics comes from because it's not, you're not just going to learn about sports. You're not going to learn about real estate. You might learn about ice baths. You know, you might learn about, you know, there's multiple, multiple. Do you facets. really do that? I, I I see you on Instagram. What was it last Mike, week? Mike, unfortunately, I, if I had your money, I'd probably have a hologram of myself doing it, but I don't. And that's, yes, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> that's me doing it. Is well, it feet pics on OnlyFans? A lot of interesting no, stuff. Yeah, that, you don't want to see my feet pics. That's for sure. So what were you, you're an athlete? No. Is that why you do the ice no, baths? I, I actually was an athlete when I was younger. I, I did a lot of boxing, MMA. Um, and I had, unfortunately, I had an accident and I uh, had spine surgery. So that kind of put me out of, uh, out of that, that realm. Um, and that was about eight or nine years ago. And now eight or nine years are coming back to haunt me. And just as the doctor told me, I'll be back in about 10 years. I'm trying not to get back. So I'm doing everything that a person of my age needs to do to uh, be able to pick their kids up at night and hug them. Do you try cryotherapy or any of the other alternatives? Sure, I've done cryotherapy before. Um, I don't have one of them in my house, so the next best thing you could is... You go to Mike's house, he has one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure he's got a few of them. It's really cool. He's probably got one downstairs. Yeah. Um, There's a robot in it, though. So I, in the I, break room. You know, the next best thing is just buying a bucket and filling it up with ice. Okay. Who's been or who was the best guest you've had? Why, you know, why, why were they the best? Um... And we had, a, we had, you know, every guest is good for a different reason, right? You have ones that are very informational. Like we talked earlier, you guys know Tom Bannis. Uh, we just shot a great episode with Tommy. Tommy has a great story to tell. I think everyone has a great story to tell, and that's a big part of my show is having people come on and tell their stories because I think a lot of times people think they're alone in their world, and they're not. They find out that, you know, a lot of people have the same issues that they have, whether they're good or bad, successes, losses, uh, learning experiences, um, so he was a great, uh, episode. I just had on a couple of comedians that, you know, comedians are great. You know, everyone thinks they're a comedian, right? Uh, but when you truly have comedians on the show, I think that, that a lot of people like to laugh again. I think it, it, it goes back Escapism. to that. Yeah. And, and, and that's a big part of, of, of me. You know, I, I'm, I enjoy helping people, you know, whether it's through whatever struggle, I wouldn't be in, in real estate if I didn't like helping people. I don't sell houses. I think Mike, you, Mike, you probably sold more houses than I did. Um, but I, I teach people how to sell real estate. I motivate people to sell real estate. And I think that's what, what I'm good at. And, and I think self-awareness is, is something that, you know, a lot of people lack these days. Um, so I enjoy that aspect of, of, of trying to bring content to people that can uplift them. You know, I did a um, 75 hard challenge, you know, a year ago, and um, I didn't know until after it was done the impact that it had on people when people would come up to me and be like, oh, you know, I didn't really want to work out that day, but I heard you, and, you know, you really, you, you, you didn't, I apologize. it's not that you changed my life, but you maybe changed that day, right? I didn't, I didn't, and, I didn't physically follow, right. but I watched it. And, and, and I think that's, that's a passion of mine, um, and, you know, to be honest with you, as strange as it sounds... The episode that means the most to me is the first one that we did, you know, because it was, it was us stepping out of our comfort zone. And that's my whole thing of people stepping out of their comfort zones and being able to do things that uh, they normally wouldn't do, get in a, a bath that's 32 degrees, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that that means the most to me because that was something that was completely different from what my norm was 30 years in the real estate business to now sitting in front of a microphone and talking to people about who even knows who's listening, right? We're speaking right now, but... 
we might be the only this ones listening. This is never getting released. <laughs> Again, this they're not plugged in. I know you don't believe us, but the, the mic right. is not plugged in. Yeah. So uh, I hope I answered your question without, you know. But yeah, what you're, everything you're saying of how you are and your personality is exactly why you're doing a podcast. You like to teach others, motivate them, everything that the person in front of the camera needs to be doing in this. And watching your show and, you know, your podcasting, there's definitely been a, an improvement, right? I remember oh, watching sure. that first episode and being like, great content, but, you, you know, the audio is a little off. And we all go through Absolutely. that. And watching over the 30-something episodes, just the mass improvement. Us having, a, what was that, a, uh, at when we were away at Cyborg, uh, I think what was that November, December the convention. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know how to make Stay a zip file. Kid. He was oh, helping me really? make zip files for me. Come he on, downloaded, he downloaded all of them for me. <laughs> wow. I don't know how to right, open you them. You downloading all the content. Remember, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you can't would, open them on your phone. No, remember. I don't know how to open them at all anymore. I'm gonna have to call him. <laughs> That's how we do. But it. I know we I have you, them. That's we the teach me. you how to zip it, and then I gotta get money somehow. The um. But you were struggling at that point with, uh, if I remember correctly, like finding a good editor and like how, because net you were, as the episodes were releasing, you were saying, all right, I'm not liking how they're coming out. I'm, ha I'm, I'm having some issues. You know, how were you able to resolve that? Were you, you know, I definitely noticed there's a complete, the way they're cut up and editing, they're much more engaging. They're, they're, they're much more fun. You have a lot more text pop-ups and okay. different things like... Well, to Dan's point, right? You, you have to... That's, the to me, the most time-consuming part of it. Yeah. Um, so that's the part that I had to go out there and find someone. Unfortunately, you know, it's not like trying to find a girl at the dance. It's, you know, it's... And that sometimes is even more difficult. But, you know, it's trial and error. I had somebody that was very good and, you know, the time frame was wrong, right? They were from Lithuania. So I had to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to contact them. Yeah. Um, and then I... I, I brought some people on that were from America and they told me they can do what, what I needed, but ultimately they couldn't do what I had. So it's a little bit of a trial and error. And then ultimately I found the right person that, and they also, to be very honest with you, in the very beginning, I don't think you know what you want, right? Cause I, I don't think I knew exactly what I wanted. Now, when I have a conversation with somebody, I know exactly what I want. I know what it's supposed to look like. I know what I want it to look like. And that's the fun of it. That's the journey, right? That's the growing process through, the podcast that I enjoy the most, um, you know, you, you're going to find some good people out there and you're going to find some not so good ones. But, but that was pretty much a, a thing that I had to go through in, um, you know, probably four or five different edges before I found the right one. And, and you, as you're learning what you want, you're also probably getting better at um, expressing what you want, knowing what the telling editor, how to tell them, this is the break points I want. This yeah. is the, and, overall, the bigger you give them, the bigger they're going to produce. Absolutely. And it, it comes down to work, right? I always say that work comes before, success comes before work only in the dictionary. Um, you have to put the work in, right? You can't, at first, I just dumped a load of, of, of files onto people and said, oh, pick out what you think is funny. Um, and because it was easy for me, right? I'm paying you for a job and let's see what happens. Right. And then I realized that, you know, cheap pays twice, but that's not kind of the right thing to say. But what I'm saying is when you don't put the work in, it's going to take you twice as long to get it done. So now I take a little bit more time making sure that I go through everything. I, I timestamp what I want because a lot of reasons. One of the main reasons is what I think is funny, you might not think is funny. And what you think is funny, I might not think is funny. And since it's my podcast, I get to pick what's funny. Get to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's where I, that was another learning experience was, hey, you know, you can't just dump things on people and expect them to be a mind reader. You know, you have to kind of get involved and, and, Tell them what you want. I think that's 
I think that's the hardest part with a lot of not just the ag industry and video editing. It's like everything. Almost people think, oh, I hired you, probably in, in the marketing side as well. You Deliver. Figure, you figure it out. And you're it. like, whoa, 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 we have to, let's pull it back. What's right. your goals? What are right. we trying to do? And I think, you know, that's across the board. But no, I definitely, there's been a, a vast improvement. I appreciate and, that. And, and, really and appreciate the that. content's great. Well, I think, I think what you're touching on, though, is something that is, is what you've brought up, Scott, a couple of times, is that you failed and that you've yeah. found the positives in it and that you have to learn. And what's great about this space is that it's forgivable. Right, it's a new thing, and people are expecting that. People are understanding that the first episode, the pilot episode, might not be the best, but watching the evolution and continuously learning the journey, and that's right. The journey's the destination. And, and, and you touch on a big point too, because I think a lot of people don't jump out of their comfort zone because they're afraid of what people are going to say. Right, you have to understand that. I, I enjoy the bad comments. You know, my mother tells me how good I am. I, I don't right. need you to tell me how good I am. I need you to tell me how bad I am. I need you to tell me where I can improve. And as long as you fail forward, right, and you're learning something, I think that it's a win. It goes back to, you know, when I worked in corporate America and used to do the... What uh, was that, 20 minutes? Probably like 15. A couple of I, until they realized <laughs> Until they realized I didn't wear anything other than a T-shirt. But when you're in corporate America and you do a self-assessment form, and you're in there, and I was putting excellent, excellent. And my, uh, one of my uh, bosses sat with me and said, Mike, if you're always excellent, you have nowhere to work to. How can I ever give you a raise? How can I ever give you a prom? Like, And he goes, you can't be excellent. You need to be somewhere and work towards excellent. And that's the point. And you have to fail in any business because if you don't fail, where are you going? You know what the key to self-assessments are or any assessments to people? Take out number seven. Right? Because everybody picks seven. Seven is like the safe answer. <laughs> right. Because it's not too good. Right. Not it's not too, too bad. bad. Pick right. seven. It's come on. I, I, I get like three quarters of my raise you were right. planning to give me. Right. It's very comfortable. It's a, it's a unique spot to go to. So talk about the future and what the evolution is going to be. I know we're 30 episodes in, and that's right. that's a pretty significant project, in my opinion. I mean, that's I appreciate that. You didn't you didn't just throw some spaghetti at a wall. You invested. Right. So what do you what are the next 30 look like? Um, the next 30 are just, you know, growth, just, just continuing to get better, bringing on more guests, bringing on more content, um, finding out what people want, right? Cause that's important too. knowing what, um, not only the, what, what's passionate to me, cause I think that's, that's the most important thing. Um, sometimes just because something is hot and I'm not necessarily, you know, tuned into it or I don't feel great about it. Like I don't do politics. That's just something that I stay away from. Uh, you know, and, and, but it's funny because in the beginning I did f do a few posts on politics and mm -hmm. I got tremendous, tremendous returns on them, but it's just not what I'm comfortable doing. Um, so I, I kind of, if you look at, at my old stuff, you know, I scrapped that right away because it just wasn't something that I was passionate about. Um, so I think that, you know, going forward is, is building a community. That's, that was my number one goal in this whole thing was building a community, building a community, building a community. And then, you know, almost the Gary V way, right? Gary V didn't come out with all these products. He came out, he built a community first and now he can do whatever he wants. Never sells, always right. educates. Right. And, and I think that that's the key is just to, to continue to grow my community, uh, try to develop content that people care about. And, and more importantly, not more importantly, because I never want to take away from my viewers, but but also importantly is what I'm passionate about. 
Now, have you been able to, or have you planned on how you can monetize this community? Sure, absolutely. I mean, there's there's multiple, multiple ways of monetizing um, podcasts, and I think that's the part that everyone originally jumps in and says, oh, that's what we're going to do. It's not as easy as, as, as it sounds, right? It's, 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 again, building that community first, and then, you know, you can kind of sell anything. Um, but my... My thing, I, I to your point earlier, I believe YouTube is probably the fastest and easiest way to monetize. Um, can I run around Staten Island and get $150 from people? And, <laughs> and Yeah, but that's not kind of really what my goal is. Right. Um, my goal is to, to kind of build something that, that people can be proud of, and then I can have some, you know, just affiliate marketing programs that are attached to, to me where I'll have, an ad, you know, an ad halfway through, like, you know... Um, you know, and, and 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 the thing with that is, when you have the community and you do these ads and affiliates, people don't mind. When I watch a podcast, you do it the I, right way. I don't mind it being right. there, and and even some of um you know the podcast I watch is where I've learned and purchased some of these things I have sure. because I don't mind it. Again, they're passionate, and I'm like, okay, I don't mind. But it's got a flow, right? Like yeah. right now, I have a partnership with with Liquid IV. And, you know, I could sit there and just read off of a card and say, well, Liquid IV does this to you, this to you, this to you. Or I could say, hey, Mike, you work out a lot. How do you stay hydrated when you work out? But you would clearly know that's a lie. Well, so you would never say that's Mike. I just pumped myself a Liquid V. Well, right. Mike, you sweat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get all that? <laughs> so, uh, 100... You we got hope. That He's <laughs> stacking the laugh tracks. Yeah. You know, 100%. Um, you know, I watch uh, Lying is Tech Tips. He's a technology... Uh, YouTuber and he has a, a a podcast as well, but the way he does the segue into the advertisers and the sponsors is smart, and it's it's always a fun way, and that's why you don't mind it, right? We're all saying it's like the old. I love Howard Stern, but we all knew when you were listening to Howard Stern, he was going to right before he went to commercial, he's going to read the live right. co commercials and this, and he hated it. You know, he hated right. reading them. Absolutely, and to, to to the point we said earlier about you know the, the the segments of the of of whatever it is that you're watching. When I start listening to a podcast and they start with advertisements, I'm gone. Right, right. You know, I I you you have to captivate somebody quickly. To your point earlier about the three six seconds, whatever it's down to by now, pretty soon it'll be a millisecond. Um, you have to be able to to get that information out there in the right way that people don't feel like you're selling it to them. You feel like you're educating them about it. You might know the stat. Well, you might, you're a big stats guy, but media is shifting towards now again doing reading on podcasts of, of commercials and advertisements the way they used to do on radio. So remember when we were young, the radio would always go, and this was brought to you by Ovaltine, whatever right. the hell it was. Yep. But now the market is such that there is a demand for advertisers to approach you and say, just read this at the end. Or read yes. this. So are you seeing that with, with your digital products and Stuff like that where they're requesting it. and it's Yeah, I mean, it's, it's part of the evolution, like you yeah. talked about, right? Like uh, the advertising follows consumers. So wherever there's a platform where more consumers are going to go, that's, that's where advertisements go. That's why another reason why YouTube is, is very successful because the viewership is there. It's a platform and a new outlet for you to be able to place advertisements on. Video is the fastest growing uh, form of media of consumption. So it's one of the only, it's probably the only media type that's had consistent annual 100% growth. And it's just, it keeps going. So with that, the, 
there's an endless pool of inventory to be able to advertise, get your brand on and figure out ways to be able to then communicate your message to qualified viewers. And what I think is even better about that from what I see now is two years ago, three years ago, it was, we have to get the Kardashians. We have to get Mr. Beast. We have to get the guy with 170 million. Today, products don't want to pay that money anymore. So they're, they're looking for, and this is where really opens up opportunities for, for people like us is, is that micro influencer, right? That 10 to 20,000 to 30,000 follower, because a, it's a fraction of the price and B, I'd rather have 10,000 loyal followers that are going to buy anything that I sell or any product that I try to promote opposed to having a million followers where really, you know, 10,000 are really my only, my only true followers anyway. So I think that's a, another thing that's a kind of um, misinterpreted a little bit out there that it, it does, you don't need 100,000 followers to make money. You know, you can have 10,000 loyal followers and do very, very well for yourself. The difference I see with, um, to your point about reading an ad, you have to have a certain following before they give you the freedom, the liberty to do right, it to your do way, it. Right. right? Otherwise, they say, okay, well, you know, you got 3,000 followers, and that's great, and we'll pay you X amount of dollars, but you're saying exactly this. And so you eventually you get to the point where you have the freedom of, of kind of winging it a little bit, and they trust you, but uh, I'm not quite there yet, but, you know, I do my research, and we'll get there. Which one of the social media platforms have you found the most success with? Um, from a marketing perspective of the so like, show. Oh, marketing it, or it, distribution? Where are you getting the most action, most clicks? Instagram. Most, Instagram, okay. Yeah. Instagram is the feeder, right? That's the one that drives most people to either the audio version or to YouTube. Um, right now, I've been heavily working on my YouTube. That was like the last part of what I did because... Quite honestly, that was what I had the least amount of knowledge in. So you normally migrate to the stuff you know a little bit more about. I love TikTok because of the fact that you can have one video with zero followers and it can go viral, right? Mm -hmm. right? Where Instagram still has that algorithm where you need to have a certain amount of followers for it to get out there, for it to reach certain levels to, to go whatever you want to call viral. Um, so I do believe TikTok is um, a phenomenal, phenomenal outlet you know, to get, to get viewers or to get your clips out there. Um, but right now, because of the fact that I have more knowledge in Instagram. It's, it's, Instagram's doing it for you. Good. We're, Good to know. we're TikTok's guinea pigs. Absolutely. Yeah. We're but, the first. Aren't we all, all the guinea pigs? Well, kind of. But we're the only country that's monetized right now right. by TikTok. They're watching how Americans react, consume, interact, evolve with Sell ads. It back to us. Yep. And then... They're test. They're we're the beta before they put it out in the other markets and countries. Yep. Well, don't you think all of that like facial recognition, where you think that putting that thing of fruit on your head is actually that you putting a fruit on your head, or do you think they're getting a digital? You would know better than me what the technology. Well, is. if you read the terms, they're they're pulling face points and they're getting mm -hmm. all this data. Absolutely. That's the thing. Right. But you think terms? you think it's the glasses that you're wearing. Yeah, right. That's yeah. the funny part. And they test this stuff to your point. They beta this stuff out there to see if it works, and then they create a completely different technology. Right. Now it's with built it. into a, a camera that's able to start doing facial recognition when and you get on a plane or, or right. whatever it, the case there's may There's cameras you could order now where for a business where you could program people's facing and it'll tell you Mike came in the office 8 a.m. You know, sure. Look at the ring camera. My, right. my door tells me when my wife walks in. Packages with delivery. Yeah, but, but not only that, like on Facebook, if I put up a picture right now and you guys are 
in other pictures of mine, right. and I, they'll tell me exactly. that you're in yep. the picture before I tell them yep. that you're in the picture. So, uh, you know, that's, um, yeah, it's, it's scary, but it's, um, it is a little scary. I'll be honest with you. I think that a lot, there's a lot of information out there about people today and you, you do have to be somewhat, um, cognizant of that, right? You, you can't, especially with children. I have two young children. So, you know, as much as I encourage them to use these devices because I believe that this is the future and I don't want my kids to, you know, use a, a pencil and pad in, in 2035. Right. Um, but I think with, with everything, in moderation is important, right? Because it is extremely addictive to young children. It's extremely dangerous from a, a bullying perspective. It's extremely dangerous from a hey, why isn't my life the way their life is? You know, everyone always shows the best parts of their, of their, uh, you know, that's life. social yeah. media is, right? Yeah, right. Now that's, <laughs> that's social, but I feel like, and what I've observed, and you could tell me better, but I feel like the podcast community is really supportive of each other. Oh, absolutely. Willing to, to come on each other's podcast, share, right. have us back on yours absolutely. and different things like that. So oh. I think it's kind of fascinating because it is, it's a, it's a platform to, to try to get out there and show off what you're doing, but it's a it's a really civil community. Listen, that's how I've always built any anything that I've done. You know, me blowing out your candles doesn't make mine burn brighter, right? I always believe that, there's, like that. there's enough buildings in this world. I don't need to knock yours down to make mine bigger, right? I that's why I was I was flattered to come on your guys' show. Cancel you know? the pie throw. We were gonna throw a pie in his face. <laughs> that was the end. But I, but <laughs> I, I, I um. You know, I believe that. I believe in, 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 in coming together and there's enough of this, and especially guys like you that are going to put out really good content. Like I think you said to me that, oh, you didn't realize that I, I, I would have liked it, you know, if I saw it 10 hours earlier. Uh, I, I think that, you know, for people to step out of their comfort zone and, and be able to create good content that's going to help somebody along the way with, in whatever facet of life it is, is a win for everyone. Yeah, so I know Sky had to get out of here. So I just want to do today's Regan. Today's video and podcast brought to you by Partners in Sound Productions. That should have been like, hey, should we just bill him like, now for that? Yeah, we'll hey. <laughs> we got, send him a bill. We got to throw somebody's daughter a sweet 16. Do you know anybody we could use? Dude, Partners in Sound Production. Send them an invoice. We learned so, something today. Is there anything we didn't touch on that you feel is important, especially to us as trying to educate us as to what we can well, do better well, or different? Well, you guys, you guys have, you know, you guys are talented, and that's the number one thing that you have on your side. See, he doesn't know us that right? well. I thought I was a good friend of his, yeah. but you could tell. We that fake comment. it till you, you make you got, it. You guys are very talented. You have you have phenomenal equipment here, um, but for the outside world that wants to create one. I, I, my advice to them is not to worry about having the best equipment, right? right? I, some of the best podcasts I've seen were shot on an iPhone 10 and, yep. you know, with, with the microphone on the guy's, you know, laptop. So I just think that it's, you have something that you think other people want to hear, put it out there and see, you know, see where it goes and don't care what other people think about it. It goes back to the way I golf. I don't really know how to golf, but I have great ping clubs and they, it, it, you look really good on the golf course. Yeah, well, sometimes looking good. Well, I used to say that to my son all the time. You'd rather look good and lose than look good and win, or the other way around. But look good and win, lose, and, and look bad and win. So, anyhow, uh, Scott Sotero, Too Many Topics Podcast. Thank you very much for guys, coming thank here. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Pleasure. And, and uh, you know, best of luck in everything that you guys do. You're doing a great job, and I can't wait to see what else you have. Thank you. Mike Bloomfield, Techie thank Geek. You. Anthony Rapachulo, PR Cision. I'm Dan Ryan. <laughs>